Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a 24-7 sports composite four-star, number 147 player in the class of 2022 nationally. Out of Utah, Corner Canyon High School, quarterback at 6'3", Devin Brown joins me. Devin, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Doing great. Really excited to talk with you today. Me too. All right. Well, first off, let's begin. You're committed to USC, and you yes, committed sir. back in 2020 in September. So first off, with that program... What drew you to them? Man, if, if you're a quarterback, what better school than going to USC? Um, you know, they put up big numbers every year. Um, the coaching staff is amazing. Um, you know, obviously from Coach Helen to Coach Harrell to Deggy, the staff around that that program is something very incredible. And I just have a super strong bond with them. And ever since the start of talking to them, it's it's been an awesome experience. Yeah, and with USC, they've gotten a lot of credit especially this summer since your recruitment or since your name has really blown up a good bit for having a good evaluation getting on you early. So I'm curious, when you're first talking with USC, what was the conversation like? What were they liking about you? Um, it was really early. So th- I was probably talking to them uh, six months before they even offered me. Um, so, I mean, it was just basic stuff, trying to get to know me as a person on and off the field. Um, obviously, they see my film, but... They never got to see me throw in person um, until like a couple weeks ago. So really what just drew me to them was um, just who I was as a person. You know, obviously, I I mean, they're going to take me as a quarterback if I can actually throw it. So obviously I can actually throw it. But um, it was just a lot of off the field stuff and who I was and and what I knew about the game um, that just kind of really draw them to me. And um, our, our conversations were just very simple at the beginning and just started building the relationship over time. Okay, and to put a timeline on it, when did you first start talking with USC? um, Yeah, I would say like six months before they offered me, which was September 1st, so... um, Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. So like earlier in 2020. Got it. Right. Okay. Well, then you get the offer, you commit to USC, and overall with your game what are some things that you're going to be bringing to that program and things that are making you stand out as a quarterback um i think just some leadership stuff and, and you know who i am as a person and and i think i can just rally guys around me um like i said before obviously i, I think i can throw it at a high level compared to all the guys i mean pretty much every guy that's going to the next level is going to be able to throw it um so it's a lot of the mental side of the game and knowing defenses knowing coverages um knowing fronts what blitzes i'm going to get um, but a lot of people don't think I'm uh, very athletic, and I think I kind of proved a little bit of it at the Elite 11, but it'll really show more this year where I'm running the ball a lot more in a different offense. Um, but that's something that I've talked to the coaches about too, and uh, they're definitely going to use my athleticism more um, and showcase what I can actually do. Yeah, I've heard you described as pretty far from being a statue in the pocket. So when you look at different kinds of comparisons maybe or guys that you maybe have a similar style to at quarterback, who comes to mind? Um, a lot of people say Sam Darnold. All right, and why is that? Um, they, they just think he's kind of a token athletic person. You know, obviously he's got a strong arm and everything, but a lot of people don't give him credit for how athletic he is, and he makes a lot of plays on his feet. Got you. And do you agree with that comparison when other people say it? I can agree to it, yeah. Okay, got you. All right, well now let's take a look at your background a little bit more to dive into it. What is your story, and how would you describe your come-up as a prospect? 
Um, so, I mean, I was just a little kid when I first started getting recruited, to be honest. I was a freshman in high school. I hadn't even played a varsity game yet when I earned my first scholarship. And uh, I was really, like, I want to say I was under the radar because obviously I had attention around my name and stuff like that. But I felt I was, you know, definitely underlooked. Um, obviously, I didn't have the greatest sophomore year, and my junior year was, well, you know, it was a decent uh, junior year. But I think just after this last kind of season, as junior season, and then in this big off season, I think I had a really big off season. Um, obviously, with the eleven and just proving who I was, um, I think that just kind of gave me a bigger name. But SE came to me when I was still a little three star, and they they knew who I was, and that rankings don't matter or anything. You know, obviously, Keaton Slovis came. Uh, he was another little three-star guy from Arizona like me. So, um, you know, obviously it's not based off ranking or anything. It's who you are and what you can do on the field. And so credit to Harold and Deggy for how they recruit. And, you know, they know what they want. And they know who are good players. So um, I think just over the years, it's just started to get bigger and bigger. For sure. And you mentioned that you thought you were a little underlooked. And that's something that I've kind of heard some people talking about is underrated and things like that uh, when it comes to your game. So what did it take for you to get to be on this bigger stage and to get more noticed and get the top 10 quarterback rating that you're seeing now that you belong there? Um, Yeah, definitely. So I'm in the top 10, obviously, like you said, but I mean, that's not the end for me. Obviously, the goal is to be number one. But um, like you said, yeah, I, I thought I was underrated. You know, I, I was a three-star before the uh, Elite 11 Regional, and I was still a three-star after the Regional. Um, and it really wasn't until the, the Elite 11 that uh, proved that I was a top guy. Um, so I'm just ready to prove this year that I'm, I'm really a top guy and I can actually prove it on the field, not just in camps. Got you. And with your mentality of feeling like you were underrated, how did that kind of change your approach or how did that affect your approach to the game? Like, how are you going into things? Um, it's definitely changed. Um, I think a lot of it was just going into the Elite 11, too, you know, being around the top guys in the country. Then, you know, obviously you hear about all the guys and you can watch their highlights and stuff, but you never really see them in person. So to be able to throw side by side with them in person um, and just see how I performed and how I stacked up compared to the guys, it just kind of builds some confidence and, you know, a reassurance that, like, yeah, you're a top guy and you just got to go out and prove it. Um, and obviously, like, the camps aren't a big deal. Um if you if you can't play on the field when the when the bullets are flying and you're in live pads, so I think just a confidence thing came with that, and I'm just um, ready to start Friday our first game, so I'm just ready to go. Awesome! And when you come into the Elite Eleven, you've mentioned it a few times, so let's dive deeper into it. I know it was a big deal for you this past summer. It's got everybody talking about your game. So first off, you mentioned your mental approach coming in. Now, with your performance, what were some things that were just clicking for you going right? How would you analyze the way that you performed out there and went up against these other top guys? Yeah, um, obviously, I performed really well. You know, I, I could have won MVP if we won the last game. Obviously, slipped away from us and, you know, a couple bad balls here and there. But overall, I think I had a really good camp. Um, the first day was a little slow. And just the second day, I slowly started building and building and just really proved who I was overall um, throughout the whole process. Um, and I think I just got better overall with all the coaches and just kind of soaked everything in from the players. And it was just a great experience. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just went in wanting to prove myself and wanted to prove the even the SC coaches, right? Because, you know, they were the ones that believed in me. And those are the guys that uh, really wanted me to be a part of their team and a part of their program. So I just wanted to prove them right. 
When you look around at some of the other guys, you said it was your first time for a lot of them getting to see them in person or throw side by side with them. I'm curious, who was somebody that you saw that maybe stood out to you or you said, whoa, like he really can throw it too? Um, I mean, honestly, all the guys, there wasn't, there wasn't one singular person that was like, wow, he's a, he's, he's a next level dude. Like I just felt all those guys were like that. Um, all of them were really great people. They were just fun to be around. It was such a cool weekend. Um, we just built relationships that were definitely last forever. I mean, I still talked to all the guys and stuff. Um, but there, there really wasn't one that was like, dang, like it was just kind of all like, yeah, we're, we're all right around each other. It was just the kind of little things that separated us. Nice. Okay. Well, looking back at this summer in that Elite 11 camp, big moment for you. What are some of your favorite stories that you'll take away from your time at the Elite 11? Um, uh, probably my favorite thing was just getting to meet uh, the Nagu team, the Never Ever Give Up kids and the kids that fight with cancer and all that. So that was a really cool experience. Um, you know, I, I haven't taken off the wristband uh, since we've left there. We got to meet Cade and uh, the, the founders of the uh, – organization we got to make some of the jars that go to the kids and stuff so that was definitely the coolest thing um about that was probably the coolest thing that i soaked in from that but obviously the, the coaches were amazing we had an amazing staff um that made the weekend or the whole week an amazing time um you know one of my coaches was gerard johnson who helps coach the quarterbacks for the indianapolis colts so um the the level of knowledge that was around us that we were able to soak in was was really cool and we'll never get an experience like that again um um, and, and just the, the guys around us, like all the, all the quarterbacks there were super cool and nobody had a grudge towards each other. Nobody was too cool or anything like that. It was just, we were all there. We, we all knew we were there for the same reason, but it was just a good time. And we really just didn't hold any grudges or anything. Everybody was just there and supporting each other. It was awesome. Sweet. Okay. Some people had been calling you the best kept secret in the nation until July. So now things are changing, but Another thing that is changing for you is the move to Utah with Corner Canyon coming up as your next school that you're going to be playing with, starting from what you said tomorrow. So what went into the move to Corner Canyon? Um, there were some family um, matters that were kind of private that uh, led to me moving up here. But, you know, I've been here for a, a couple months now, probably three, four months now, and it's been an amazing time. And I love the coaches around me. The players are amazing. So it's been an awesome experience. They've gained even more notoriety from producing guys like Zach Wilson, Jackson Dart. So with the quarterback tradition at that school, how do you see yourself fitting into that offense and contributing there? Um, it's been awesome. You know, we're going to throw the ball all over the field. we got some great receivers that, uh, that can fly down the field and make my job easy. So it's going to be super fun. We're going to put up big numbers, and it's going to be uh, a really fun season. Awesome. And when you look at... Other guys on your team that are top recruits, who are just a few guys that you could name off that are going to make that team great alongside you? Uh, so one of my receivers, Cody Hagan. Um, he's a four-star kid. Another four-star kid is uh, Harrison Tagger, our linebacker. Another receiver, Jet Miney. Um, he's going to be a big-time guy. He's still under the radar a little bit, but I think he'll really blow up this year. Um, you know, uh, our other receivers, uh, Blaze Gracie and John King. Um, our O-line is looking really good this year. Um, we got a running back, Trey Kofi, that actually uh, transferred in from Idaho. That's got a couple offers, and I think he'll really, really blow up after this year too. So we got a lot of guys around us. It's gonna be fun. Sweet. Okay. Well, now let's finish out with a few questions for you about who you are off the field. First off, what kind of hobbies or what do you like to pursue outside of football? 
Um, a lot of outdoor stuff. I love to fish. Um, I like going camping with all of our buddies. We actually just went camping the other weekend. Um, like going shooting. Um, yeah, like I said, just a lot of outdoor stuff. Cool. Okay. Do you have any hidden talents? Hidden talents. Um, I don't know if it's hidden. I've, I've posted a couple videos. I mean, I can dunk. I can do a backflip on flat ground. Um, I don't know. I like jumping and doing flips off a lot of things. So that's probably something. Awesome. All right. Well, now we'll go into a little bit of a rapid fire here. I've got a deck of cards in the back of each card. I've got a question. All right. We'll go at random here. What is something that you like that most people don't? Oh, um, man, that's a hard one. You're trying to go rapid fire. That most <laughs> people like that. I, wait, most people don't like that. I like, yeah. Something you like that most people don't. Oh man. I don't know. That's a hard one. Oh, I like, I love to fly. I like, I, I fly airplanes. My dad has his pilot's license, so I fly airplanes. Really? Okay. Do you have your license yet? I don't. I was working on it, and then uh, I was about to do my first solo, and like our season started up last year, I did, so I couldn't get time to finish it, so I haven't done it since. Wow, okay. And have you gotten to fly a plane yet? By myself? No, but with an instructor, yeah, and my dad owns a plane, so yeah, I've flown before. Wow, that's cool. Okay, how did your dad get into flying? Um, He started way back, like, probably 15 years ago with some buddies and he actually had a fear of heights and just like wanted to get over it and learn about flying and he's really into it and actually he's trying to buy a bigger plane right now so he's actually working on his instrument rating cool okay that's awesome yeah what do you think is something that people don't know about you but you think they should probably that uh i love riding four-wheelers and like just doing like extreme stuff i guess got you okay so four-wheelers like what other stuff do you like to do like that? Um, yeah, so like I said, we have the, we have a bunch of four-wheelers that will go riding on trails, and we'll find – I like going uh, – we have our boat in Arizona, so we'll go uh, like wake surfing and tubing and stuff like that. Anything gives you a little adrenaline rush. That's, that's always fun to me. Sweet. Okay. All right. Next up for you. What was a – well, I could ask you that one, but I think we know the answer. I was – the question was going to be, what was the turning point for you that really, you know, you hit the point and it's put you on this trajectory now as a top recruit? Um, I would say once I committed to SC um, and then that kind of off season before my junior year was where I really felt like I took off. Like my arm strength was getting a lot better. Um, you know, training with my QB coach, Rudy Carpenter, I was just kind of, you know, I was throwing with guys like Gunnar Cruz, who's at uh, U of A and Tyler Shuck, who's at Texas Tech now. And, um, Baylor Romney at BYU. I was just throwing with a lot of high-level guys, and, you know, I was right there with them, if not better. And so that's when I kind of realized, like, yeah, okay, I can be a guy. Okay, cool. Well, a year from now, or even less time than that, but you're going to be starting your season as a USC quarterback, which, of course, is a prime position. When you look at the new NIL bill, what are some endorsements or, like, some dream deals or things that you'd love to have? Some dream deals. Um, probably just like a big sports company, um, like Nike or something like that. Something with, you know, you can get some cleats and stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, to finish out, what drives you to go for success? Um, 
just just the love for the game. Um, I think I just love the game of football, and I, I just want to be the best I can be. Um, my, my family's put a lot of time and resources into me to to be great at, at what I love, and they don't. It doesn't matter what I what I want to do; they're going to support me. So, you know, really, just with me loving football, they've always supported me with it, and I just want to prove them right, um, and, and you know, give back to them that they've given me all this time and, and support. Awesome. Well, Devin, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you for your time today. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Thank you.